Five Breakfast. Catch up. Jack Aranda from Karinda Sonam Saki. It's 8.09 on a Monday morning, which means that on Five Breakfast, Holly Zondo brings you an absolutely massive sport interview. And when she is really excited for the interviews, she goes like this. Holly Zondo, who are we speaking to oh today? Oh my goodness, I am so excited, Dan. I'm so excited. So we've got a Springbok woman fly half, Libby Janssen van Rensburg. And uh, one of the many reasons why we're speaking to her today is because the Bulls Daisies, they completed a perfect season in 2023. So just last month, they won every one of their games to actually claim the women's Premier Division title for the first time since 2006. Libby, thank you so much for making time. Congratulations on such a feat. I mean, the first thing to ask is how does it feel to be the champions of the Women's Premier Division? Firstly, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, it's such an honor to be chatting you guys. I'm always so keen to get the, the word of women's rugby out there. Um, in terms of our season, yo, I mean, it just shows you the hard work that the ladies, the, the management team, the coaches, that everyone's been putting in. And it's, I think it's a sign for the other unions that they need to go professional. I mean, we're the first union who took the step into professionalism. And if they don't take the step next year, they're only going to get left further behind. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the question that one would ask is, how do you go an entire season without dropping a single point, not even losing? What was the recipe for success there? I think, like I said, the fact that the ladies are full-time professional now, we're touching rugby ball every single day. It's not just about training in the evening for an hour with the ladies. We've really bonded so closely. The group of players that we have now such a special group. And I think the target has definitely been on our back throughout the season. But we've just managed to keep our headspace in the right place and take it all the way to the end. Sure. And just for a little bit of um, uh, perspective in terms of uh, the Bulls Daisies, they finished on 60 points. The second team, Western Province, was actually on 42. Libby, I just wanted to talk about your introduction to the sport. I know that touch rugby was one of the things and then you also went on to play sevens before you transitioned to 15. Let's chat about your your history in, in the sport. Yes, when I was at school, I played mainly touch rugby and, you know, other high school sports, hockey, netball. I did some swimming athletics. Uh, but touch rugby was one of my big loves from the start, and mainly because I knew that rugby wasn't a thing for women and that was the closest thing that I was going to get to. Um, it was when I went to university, when I went to go study at the University of Victoria, I saw that they had seven rugby. And I, as hesitant as I was, I was caught with the fact that they travel so often throughout the year. I think they travel about five to six times a year. Sure. Um, and this was something that really lured me in. And I thought, okay, well, let me give the seventh thing a try. And from there, it just kept on going, kept on going. Like I said, I was very reluctant in the beginning, even after the first tour that I went with, with the Tux team to France. I came back and I was like, no, 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 this is, this is too much for me. I'm not the one for it. And then after sort of reconsidering and having chatted to the coach again, Coped a little bit better after that. It just it just took off for me. Um, but it was during COVID that I decided to. It was between hanging up the boots or what I was going to do, just because there was no rugby after COVID. And then the coach from the Bulls messaged me and he told me, "Listen, he thinks I have a lot of potential. The World, the Women's World Cup was postponed because of COVID, and he told me he he thinks I might be able to make the SA team if I give it a shot." Still, again, very reluctant to do it, but I must say it's the best decision I've ever made. I'm so glad that I gave the 15th a go, and I'm really, really enjoying it now. I still do enjoy the 7th as well, 
Um, but the 15th is definitely a, a different ball game for me. Well, one thing's for sure. I am so happy you didn't hang up your boots. I'm glad <laughs> you made that transition to 15. But surely it, it wasn't an easy transition, right? Because the, the, the formats are just so different. How much work did you actually have to put in to, to, to kind of like fit in well into the 15th setup? No, it was definitely not an easy transition. I mean, although we play in the same field, we play with the same ball, especially the position of fly-off, it's a very specialized position. And there's a lot riding on a fly-off and how you see things, the decisions you make on the field. And that's something that even today I'm still learning the ropes of and still trying to master the position um, as a whole. But it took a lot of studying for my part, studying, perfecting my kicks. I'd never kicked off a tee before I started playing playing 15s, which was the two years ago now. Um, in the beginning, it was very frustrating, and I really struggled with it. Where now, I mean, I, I can tell that I've put in the work, and I'm I'm just so so proud and happy to be part of this journey that women's rugby is going on. And just the fact that I know like, you can make a future from, from women's rugby now. Ooh. I think that was also something that, that influenced my decision to not give it a go, is the fact that, yes, you'd be playing the sport, you put your body on the line, and you don't really get much in return. Yeah, so no, I think absolutely. that's definitely, definitely also a massive, massive gold point for, for women's rugby. And, and you know, we've been talking about how 2023 is the year for women in sports. What would you say um, the support is needed for, for women's rugby? Absolutely. I think with the World 15th tournament coming up in October, um, that's a massive tournament. It's going to be played in Cape Town. Just the exposure that we'll be getting for women's rugby I know there'll be the, the men's World Cup will be going on at the same time, but not everyone can go to France to support the men. So why not support the women at home? You know, we need everyone's backing if if we want to if we want to take the team further. And every all the support that we've been receiving so far has been much appreciated. Sure, and of course, in terms of that, uh, tournament starts on the 13th of October until the 4th of November, and uh, South Africa will be playing against uh, Scotland in Cape Town on the 13th. I want us now to chat a little bit about about the men's game. You know, we're obviously not uh, shifting focus a lot, uh, but what we've seen now is that uh, in terms of the box, they are employing the 7-1 split. You know, I just want to know, what, what, what's your take on, on, on that uh, tactical decision? Look, I think it's a very interesting one. I always say I'm very glad that I'm not the person in the coach's shoes having to make these kinds of decisions. Because uh, obviously you can see out there, everyone has an opinion. Everyone wants to give their two cents. I do understand the concept of you, the forwards are the powerhouse of the team. I mean, that, that is that they drive the ship. The, the fly half, in my case, is just the person steering the team in the right direction. So I understand having more fresh legs in your forward pack is definitely going to be of benefit. But then again, the risk of only having one backline player on your bench is very high. I mean, you know injuries happen. Uh, for some reason, our wingers are very injury-prone. So I think that it's a very risky thing, but I mean, they've proved that it works. So mm-hmm. why not keep playing with it? Absolutely. Do you think we'll be able to defend our title? I think so. Yes! Absolutely. I'll always back the boys in green and gold. Never doubt of it. And the big one, will you be able to defend your title? Uh, because we know this was your first one in 17 years as the Bulls Daisies. Will it happen again next season? Will you be the women's Premier Division champions? Look, I think it's definitely going to get tougher. The competition is going to improve. But on the other hand, we are one year ahead of the other unions now. So if we keep, keep doing what we're doing, keep our core group of players, we should be able to, to maintain our success rates. Like I say, it's going to be very tough as soon as the other unions get on board with the professionalism. I mean, also the target is on our back.
Uh, so it's going to be a tough one next year. It's not going to be so easy, but I think the ladies should be able to maintain it. I love that. Thank you so much. Uh, that's Libby Janssen van Rensburg, the Springbok woman fly half. And of course, the reigning champions in terms of the women's premier division for the Bulls Daisies. So cool. I can't wait for a fully professional women's rugby set up yeah. in this country. It'd be amazing. Catch up on some of the best moments from Five Breakfast by going to 5FM's catch up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.